Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Good people, welcome. By the way, I don't want to discriminate bad people. Welcome to our show as well. You know, it doesn't matter good or bad. Just listen and learn something new. And I'm excited today to discuss about many, uh, many issues that we have today with Eddie Paban. How are you? Excellent. How are you? you Anatoly, thank you so much for having me. Hi, everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a big pleasure. It's a big pleasure. Uh, before we start, uh, just uh, tell about your background, your experience, and uh, what you want to share with us today. Well, I want to share my heart with you all today, right? I have um, I have lots of life experience in many different areas. Uh, where do I start? Uh, I had a really difficult childhood, right, which we won't cover too much of or maybe we will that's up to you uh but i talk about that in my book the summarize in december it was a lot of trauma a lot of difficulty very unique circumstances that no child should have to face and as a result in my early you know adulthood in my teenage years i suffered from depression i was very anxious i felt worthless you know i didn't have a support system i didn't come from traditional parenting and i was faced with many decisions like most like everyone else right like you all watching what do I do with my life? Where do I go? And coming from a place and position of worthlessness, from a mindset of limited thinking, limited beliefs, I didn't know that I didn't know, you know? And it wasn't until opportunities came along and I was fortunate to put myself out there to apply to jobs like becoming a social worker or case manager in my, in my um, experience. And I served many different families. I learned about other people's problems and I was good at helping people fix their problems, right? So I worked at prisons i worked with uh, underserved populations different people different backgrounds all ages shapes sizes races and one of the common themes that i constantly found was that we all suffered from some form of anxiety in some way right we all wanted to make sense of this thing called life uh and so i studied psychology i studied the human condition i became a credentialed substance abuse accounts uh, counselor because of the substance abuse background in my childhood with my father being a kingpin and my mom being a substance abuser, uh, I wanted to know why people did what they did, what makes us tick, how can we fix it, right? And so I did a lot of research, I went to school, I studied, I became a KSAC, I, I started meditating, which was a big one for me, and things shifted, something inside shifted within me, I shifted from becoming a victim and life happening to me. And I realized that I was no longer that child, I was no longer in that place, and it was now my responsibility to take action for myself. And so I documented my life story so that I could share with others my story. As a, as a counselor, as a case manager, you can't share your story too much. It's called transference. You're there for other people, right? Uh, and so I wanted to say, hey guys, I understand on a really deep level. Here's my shit, excuse my language, but here's my stuff, <laughs> you know? and. So, so know that I understand you. Now, here's how we can fix it. Here's some tools, you know, affirmations. I am love. Look in the mirror every day. Tell yourself you love yourself. Um, you know, meditate. Meditation is deep, deep, deep digging within, and it, it provides so much peace. Uh, and so I've just really been on a mission personally to use my life to understand the human condition more and, and make myself available to whomever needs me and is ready to make change for themselves. 
Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I love your experience, you know, and it's interesting that um, I, I want to start from the basics. Uh, uh, for example, um, uh, I often get the uh, answer uh, for my uh, customers, clients, even my audience uh, when um, they want to submit something like this about mental uh, attitudes or uh, meditation, yoga. They reply to me, I have no time. You know? <laughs> Where to find this time? For example, um, uh, I can tell you uh, that um, when uh, I wake up in the morning, I start working. Uh, I finish my uh, work only when I go to the bed. Uh, and uh, by the way, it doesn't hurt my feeling because I love it. You know, it's my uh, passion. Um, and uh, I remember my second business when I chased money. I was, uh, I was unhappy person. Uh, I think that... Uh, at that time, you know, uh, I hated Monday, I, I loved Friday, Saturday, you know, uh, but uh, when I quit this job uh, and uh, started my third business, I, I, you know, I, I got this happiness that uh, uh, I love to do, I, I, I'm willing to do it on Sunday, uh, but I need to spend time with my family, but I, um, the last time I got it, I need to provide something new, I need to set up the positive attitudes uh, and I have no time. Can you tell how to find this time to meditate or uh, something similar? Well, first you have to see the value in something, right? You see the value in putting yourself out there and taking a chance on yourself. Maybe the older version of yourself didn't know that value. And so you stood at this job that you hated, right? But now because you, you tried this thing, you made time, you use all your time, like you said, to, to run your business and to empower yourself. You, you, you're seeing the benefits of that. And one of the things about meditation is that if I always say this, if you don't have time to meditate, then what you're essentially saying, what I'm hearing you say is that you don't have time to empower yourself with the maximum capacity within human reach, within this physical limitation. And what I mean by that is that there are deep insights that you can't get by go, go, going. You have to sit back and reflect listen to your body listen to your mind five minutes ten minutes ten minutes minimum but ten minutes only ten minutes it's ten minutes you use the bathroom for ten minutes you go to the shower for ten minutes you can carve out the time for what you find value in yes and so my thing is what if I told you that you could 10x your peace 10x your health 10x your results at work, your relationship statuses, your interpersonal relationships become deeper bonds. What if I told you that you're going to find newer energies and new ideas that you wouldn't get if you didn't find the time to meditate? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, it's like indirect impact, <laughs> you know, when you uh, uh, direct impact when you uh, are working, uh, earning money, and, uh, getting this happiness, but indirect impact when you can uh, improve results with uh, changing something. Okay, let's talk about habits. Um, I know that um, um, it's hard to change habits. And, you know, uh, I had a lot of bad habits, uh, terrible habits. You know, I was smoking. Uh, I think that um, uh, I was fat and, uh, you know, I, I decided to uh, consider um, fasting. You know, um, I think it, it has helped me a lot. You know, I lost uh, 20 pounds for two months uh, that I couldn't do it for uh uh, 15 years, you know, a lot, a lot of time. And um, uh, I've overwatched TV. Uh, I think that when I came back to home, I just, uh, uh, just watch TV, you know, <laughs> like uh, three, 
five hours, you know, a lot. Uh, but um, I got it that um, uh, it doesn't bring happiness. Uh, I couldn't sleep well, and that's why I, I changed habits. Uh, can you provide uh, your insights how to do it? Because uh, for me, that was a hard job, you know, <laughs> to change habits. Well, it's not habits, that the yeah. first thing, right, is to become aware of, of this is where meditation helps, right? So. And, you you have to become aware of the habits first most people are not aware that they have these habits right so you're a step ahead of the game when you realize them the next step which is difficult for most people is to visualize yourself in the space doing other things not that habit you understand so what what happens is we project we manifest we have i don't want to get too deep here right i don't know how deep down the rabbit hole you want to go on totally but <laughs> we have the power to project our realities and if we see ourselves in a space then we then we can program our subconscious to do those actions to take those actions to make these things happen and and most of the time what people think is for example smoking cigarettes a bad habit right people think i need to stop smoking cigarettes stop smoking cigarettes stop smoking cigarettes and what the subconscious is hearing is smoking cigarettes smoking cigarettes smoke you understand uh, and so what you need to do is visualize yourself in the action where you want to see yourself does that make sense so it begins with you becoming aware and then making conscious efforts to see yourself taking other actions you need to make an action plan what will you do when you become aware that you've fallen back into that rabbit hole that you keep falling into right hmm. it's like this i just posted this on my instagram the other day someone wise once said to me one of my teachers uh, uh, a short story if you will i see i walk down the street and i see a hole i fall into the hole the next day i'm walking down the street and I see that hole, I fall into the hole. The next day, I walk up to that hole, I stop, I think, I fall in. The very next day, I walk around that hole. I've done it, yeah? <laughs> yeah. So, so you, it takes practice, it really does. It takes patience, it takes repetition, right? It takes the understanding that your challenge is not unique to you. Maybe you need to find a support group or other people who are facing similar challenges so that you can find the tools that they use, like meditation and mantras and visualizations, <laughs> to, to redevelop new habits, new supports, and new things to do, right? It's a coping skill, ultimately. Bad habits are coping skills. What's going on? Sit back, analyze it. Why am I doing this? Am I anxious? Why am I anxious? You know? And what you'll find is that the mind has a lot of chatter. There's a lot of noise. A lot of us are go, go, going, and we don't have time to sit back and just clear that stuff. Yeah? And so we just react on emotion. Thoughts breed emotions. Emotions breed reactions. Yeah? So we get stressors, and our subconscious mind is like, go smoke that cigarette, or go do that bad habit. Go do that thing to feel better. Uh, and it's not going to make you feel better. Ultimately, it's temporary satisfaction. The real work comes in when you notice you change the habit, you succeed. Then it becomes addicting. Now it's like a game. What else can I do in life? You know, how much more can I grow? Yeah, you, you know, uh, from my experience, I usually change bad habits to good ones. For example, instead of overwatching TV, I decided to uh, read in books, you know, and yeah, uh, that was hard in the first attempt because I, I loved 
uh, or these shows, uh, these films. <laughs> but today I, uh, I love reading books. And I don't remember exactly when uh, the last time I uh, uh, watched TV. You know, yeah, I just had this, ex- <laughs> this gadget on my wall. That's it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I used to be a TV watcher all day. I grew up on it, right? It's how we were raised, essentially. It was, it was yeah. the form of entertainment. I think now, though, when you become conscious, like you, you're an ambitious guy, right? You're an entrepreneur. You're looking to help change the world within your own capacity, right? And so you're doing things. You're a changer. You're you're you're, you're taking action, and that requires energy and attention. And and so does the television. So it becomes a choice. And your, your desire to change must be greater than your desire to remain the same. So every time I go to watch TV or watch a movie, I feel this sense of like almost guilt. Like, why are you watching this? This is such a waste of your time and energy. You could be doing something better. You could be educating yourself. You could write. And there's a balance to that. Sometimes I just want to watch a show and that's okay. We're human. <laughs> but, but maybe you could be using that half an hour to evolve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about uh, hard times. Uh, for example, uh, you know, um, in Ukraine, I uh, launched my first business in 2006. Uh, after graduating, uh, I worked in three commercial banks, and that was a financial company. Uh, I, I got financial education, but you know, uh, things uh, were great, you know, uh, for some time. I mean, like two years, you know, uh, I increased my uh, average uh, salary in 30 times, and uh, uh, I and but I just I, ha- I had no experience uh, handling this, this money, that's why I invested all my money. Uh, I bought some stuff that I don't need at all, uh, and um, you know, uh, but in 2008 when the world crisis came to ukraine i lost everything all my investments all my business even worse i had a debt uh, that was equal to three thousand uh average salaries in ukraine a lot you know i didn't know where i can get, take this money uh, but um, uh, i think that i spent five years uh, to work hard uh, to get this money back to launch my second business uh and um, into uh, in 2013 i lost my second business uh, after the Ukrainian revolution. Um, luckily, I didn't have any debts, just lost all my investments, all my money. And uh, But, you know, uh, I think that uh, what I've done, I, I launched my third business uh, that uh, I keep going today. Uh, can you share uh, insights how to overcome these obstacles? Because from my experience, that was so hard. Uh, it's devastating. Can... Yeah. In, yeah. In, it's like you know when i tell you uh um it sounds simple but you know i get a lot of stress a lot of stress i didn't know what to do i think the life is gone uh yeah but uh during some time uh, you usually search for um, uh, ways to overcome can you provide your insights uh, because today we have un- unemployment uh hard time uh, many uh, COVID issues uh, um yeah uh, share uh, how to find energy and overcome obstacles i think you know in my darkest times the only thing that i found restitution in i found salvation in was being grateful for the basic things in life and i know that this sounds very simple but let me explain you are breathing you have vision you can hear so, so it's easy to get caught up on focusing 
on our problems, right? And, and when we do that, we devalue our blessings. And sometimes, sometimes when you have faith, and I don't mean, mean this in a religious way, I mean this in believing in something that, that, is, that has the potential, that is there, that you can't see, right? And this, most people relate that to religion. I'm saying this for all intents and purposes of just energy and possibilities, you know? And so if you believe, if you have faith, that everything is directing you where you're supposed to be and that maybe those businesses weren't for you, right? And if those businesses, in the times that we're in these moments, we don't see this. We see the problem and it is enveloping us. The key is to step back and take inventory of your life. When things are going shitty, start to focus on what's going right, yes? because. Because when you can see what's going right, then you have options. If all you can see is what's going wrong, then you're not coming from a solution-focused approach. That's one. Two is everything is directing you where you are supposed to be. And that does not mean nothing in life just goes up, period. What goes up must come down, yes? And what we see our down periods as is a disaster, a curse, you know, it's it's shitty <laughs> and we don't want to feel those nasty feelings, but it is those feelings that call us to action. It is those things that make us value the things that we have. It is those things that teach us the lessons that we need to learn to do it again, but better. Yes. So failure is really a redirection to your blessings. Every time I'm down, I tell myself the next time this is this is my down period. Okay. Feel this. What is there that I can learn here? What can I do differently? How can I be better? And also, the good times are coming because you you don't see what goes up must come down and what is down must go back up. Unless you're dead, right? Then you can't go anywhere. But as long as we're alive, you have the option to see things through a lens. And at the time that you were running those businesses, could you see yourself being a LinkedIn influencer? Uh, no, <laughs> I didn't. I think that uh, I didn't know about LinkedIn at that time. <laughs> right. So, so, so your future self was set up. Yes, I'm getting chills mm-hmm. here. Right. You're blessed, and you will continue to be blessed. You have a beautiful soul, and you are choosing to use it to represent light, love, things of positive nature, empowerment. Yes. This is where you and I vibrate on the same frequency, my brother. Yes, we <laughs> yeah. are we are angels in, in flesh bodies and we're here with our missions. And when you understand that, and I don't want to, again, I, I, I grew up like religious and I'm not religious. I will consider myself very spiritual. I believe in energy. I believe that there are energies that are greater than us that we don't understand. And there's forces that we still don't understand, even with all the technology and all the science and all the space travel and all the Elon Musks, we still don't know right? We're still sitting around wondering why everything sucks for us. Yeah. (laughs) And the reality is it doesn't. It is what you make it. You are the creator. You are the manifester. When something's not going right, fix it, change it, change the lens, change the channel. If you don't like watching a movie, are you going to keep watching the movie or are you going to go find a better movie you watch? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's my perspective on it. It's, and it's okay to feel too. You know, feel those feelings. If you feel shitty, feel them. <laughs> but don't allow yourself to be stuck there. Reflect, retreat, give yourself time to heal, do the rest, 
do the exercise, make sure you eat right, feed your body, nurture your body and your mind, and then everything else will flow. Uh, you know, um, I agree with that, but you know, it's interesting that people, uh, uh, they usually lose patience, you know, uh, for example, uh, I often see when um, some, uh, someone uh, builds high expectations to achieve, uh, I don't know, big results, high results, you know, for a short period of time, you know, uh, for me, uh, I don't think that uh, uh, quick results exist. You know, you can't achieve uh, something uh, uh, big if uh, we have a lot of competition or uh, it takes time uh, to uh, to achieve these results. Can you share about patience? Uh, because, yeah, I, I agree with all your points, but people can lose patience, you know. Patience. Uh, yeah. Patience is the first letter in my practice card game. So I <laughs> practice is, is, is an acronym I want to share with your audience. I want to share with you. Practice is one of my base morals that keeps me grounded, okay? Whenever I'm going through something, I'm reminded to practice. And that's an acronym for patiently <laughs> repeating altruistic challenges to inspire core excellence, okay? So practice takes patience. <laughs> you have to repeat the challenge. Your challenge is not your own challenge. It's an altruistic one. When you, A lot of times when we go through these things, we feel like we're alone and that feels heavy and we feel like people don't understand nobody understands me this is me you know and it's not you there are millions of people on this planet going through the same challenge my brother yes patiently repeating altruistic challenges there will be challenges be patient repeat them until you get that it's an altruistic one then you can move on to inspire your core excellence yes so we live in an instant gratification society. This is, this is really specific to us and our generation. Just a generation ago, two generations ago, we didn't have the internet. We did not have, you know, uh, Amazon Prime, right? We didn't have delivery options that were like, get it next day. We didn't have that. We sent mail, we sent letters, and we had to wait. And in that time period, when we were by ourselves, we had to think. And we were reflective. We had to take walks. We had to connect with nature, right? We were connected to nature. There's something called grounding where your physical body touches the soil and the earth. And that has positive energetic properties that helps you to clear out some toxic energies, yes? We come from the earth. We will return to the earth. The earth is our home, but we have detached ourselves from this reality. And for whatever reason, humans have decided to recreate the reality. It's beautiful. We're the only species that can do that. However, there are consequences for that because we are natural beings. So if we disconnect from nature and all we know is go, 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 no reflections, none of our history that got us through the human condition in the past, right? Things were barbaric back in the days. They're pretty barbaric now. They've calmed down from a crime perspective to an extent. But... People are becoming so desensitized to to the human condition that any little thing could happen and the world is crushed. You know, they get a rejection. We used to be rejected by people. And when we felt that rejection, we felt it in person. We saw their emotions. We saw, you know, what this is. We got to analyze the situation. Now these kids are blocking each other and taking that rejection with no no physical connectivity, no understanding of social aspect. 
no understanding that things take time and think you know you can't grow a flower instantly online maybe in a video game you can click something and it'll instantly sprout you know but in life life doesn't work that way we watch movies where entrepreneurs like you and myself make it in an hour and a half yeah so you watch their whole life story in an hour and a half and you think you're going to go and launch a business and in an hour and a half you're going to be a world sensation that's not realistic. So the thing is, we've got to really reconnect with our human nature first, okay? And then everything else will flow. This delusion of success, nowadays, for me, success looks like having a peaceful day in a chaotic world, you know? It's simplistic. I don't have to make a million dollars on my ROI this year. Like, I don't, it's, that's all, a, a subscription to a reality that I'm choosing to opt into if I choose to. Yes? You following me? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> so, so, so I'm going to leave it there, but I'm going to say this. What do you choose to focus on? Are you empowering yourself? Is it love-based? Does it feel light? Does it feel expansive, full of possibilities? Or are you sitting around going, woe is me. I'll get my chance one day. I wish I was that guy. I don't have any value to bring to the world. The reality is that's heavy, that's depressing, that's diminishing, and it's self-inflicting. Yeah, got it. All the answers lie within. Stop externalizing your happiness, and you win the game right away. Life becomes your playground from there. Yes? Yeah, valuable. Okay, uh, you know, I, I want to share uh, additional insights about patience um, from my experience. I think that... Um, uh, about patients, uh, when people uh, are working in the field, but when they don't like it, uh, when they uh, don't engage the process, uh, they can lose patience. For example, if I play ping pong, nobody pays me for playing ping pong. Nobody. I can play basketball with my friends. Nobody will pay money for playing basketball, but I love it. You know, I can do it the whole, uh, all my time. Uh, and it's the same with uh, any job. If you uh, are looking for uh, chasing some uh, results, but if you uh, dislike the process, uh, I'm not sure that you can achieve some high results with that. You and, know, uh, mm -hmm. I ahead, work yeah. jobs. I hate it, Anatoly. I work jobs. I worked as a server for two and a half years in a five-star restaurant on Wall Street. I will not name them just, just, to, just to leave them out of things. But mm -hmm. I will say this. It was the most spirit-diminishing, demoralizing, unhealthy, toxic work environment. And in the beginning, I entered thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm going to make so much money. I'm going to be a five-star server. That was my dream then, right? And it's before my book, all these things. I had my book. I wrote it, but I didn't believe I could do it. So I put it to the side and I went for this dream job. Yeah. And I hated it and I didn't fit in. And I worked hard every day and I worked extra hours and I came early and I was, I was told it was never enough. And it, I wasn't one of the cool kids. It was such a like high school like setting in this restaurant. It was so much gossip and so much toxicity. I never identified with being there, but I showed up every day and I wanted their approval and I kept doing my best and I cried. I cried at least, at least once a week at that place. <laughs> I hated my job. I hated my life. I hated everything. I was like, oh my God, this sucks. I'm making all this money, but I'm miserable. Yeah. And then something clicked. 
I watched an older woman who was a server, and I'll say this, you know, I respect servers so much because they work so hard and they deal with so many different energies and people dump and don't realize they're just eating dumping on people, you know? And I watched an old woman who used to be a model and she, she never chased her dream. She says, I used to be a supermodel and I had the chance, but I stuck to serving because I didn't want to let go of the money. And she hated the job too. And I thought to myself, oh my God, Ed, you're going to be an old man here. And you're going to be miserable and you're never going to know what it was like to chase the dream. This woman is beautiful as an old lady. And I'm looking at her pictures and I'm thinking, wow, you really could have been a supermodel, you know? And so that was it. That was my call to action. Either be miserable here or take a chance on myself. I did. And it was hard. I lost my money. I didn't sell books at first. You know, I was, I didn't know what to do. I had no marketing experience. I didn't know what an SEO was. You schooled me. You're like, your website needs traffic, bro. Mm -hmm. I can't help you and make miracles happen. <laughs> yeah. And so I did what I had to do and I put in the work and day in and day out. And it wasn't always easy in these days where I felt, you know, the entrepreneur game, Anatoly, you know, it's hard, man. You got to show up every day. You got to put in the energy every single day and nobody else is going to do it if you don't do it for you. Right. It's different, yeah. but it's so much more rewarding, so much more expansive. There's so many possibilities, right? You're not stuck. You're free. You're in control, right? You do or don't do whatever makes you feel good or not feel good. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, some tricky question about uh, that one. Uh, for example, I have a friend uh, and uh, he uh, has family. Uh, four kids um, and his wife um, uh, does work because he, uh, she needs to take care about kids uh, and it's interesting he hates his job but he can't change it because he needs to feed family you know uh, he needs to uh, pay bills and uh, if he changes the job it takes time you know to uh, another job because he, he decided that he doesn't want to work in this industry he doesn't like it uh, how to uh, to go ahead with these attitudes if you i would ask if i were coaching this person i would ask them what is their dream job well, let's start there where, what where do you see yourself if you were able to let's mm -hmm. remove the limitations let's remove the family barriers and let's, if you were free and you had an opportunity, what is that, right? So we're, for there, we're going to identify where your friend wants to be, yes? That's our grounding. That's where we start. From there, what I would recommend is, that, or what I would suggest in conjunction with the individual, because I don't know, you're giving me like, you know, an overlay, so I'm going to give you an overlay, but we could get deeper, right, if we were working one-to-one. -one. I, I would, what I would challenge the individual to do was to carve out five or ten minutes a day, at least, you know, and... I, Excuse me for being vulgar here, but you can do this while you're taking a shit. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> the idea here is I want to be really live about it. You have the time for whatever it is that you choose to have the time for. Families are demanding. I'm not going to take that from you. Your job is demanding and you need that money. I'm not going to take that from you. What are you doing to set yourself up to exit? Let's begin to build an exit strategy. What does that look like? That looks like first finding where you want to go. Yes? Because if you don't know where you're going, you're heading nowhere. Right? And then the other, the, the second piece to it is to start taking actionable, tangible, smart goal steps. Be specific. Measure it out. I'm going to give five minutes a day to apply to at least one of my dream jobs. Yes? And then what happens is you apply 365 times later. 
I really highly doubt, unless your resume needs some work, you're not going to mm-hmm. get an opportunity, right? Are you putting yourself out there to be where you want to be or are you focused on being stuck? Yes? So my dear friend of Anatoly, I want to say to you that your struggle is not unseen or unheard, my brother. You are taking care of your family and you are doing it with beautiful intentions. You're coming from the heart to take care. There are many men who don't do that. Okay, so I want you to, to at least pat yourself on the back and know that you're doing what a lot of men don't step up to the plate to do. And, and, and furthermore, the answer, my friend, is within you. What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? How, how do you get there? Let's take baby steps. What do you need to do to get there? Right. And then how can we piece that up within your five or ten minutes that you find a day? Get up 10 minutes earlier than you normally do, right? Go to bed 10 minutes later, but use those 10 or 20 minutes a day to invest into the self that you want to be. I promise you when you plant the seed, the seed will grow. You'll have a beautiful garden eventually, and you will wonder why you settled for less. <laughs> yeah, well, Bill. Okay, I will share this episode with him <laughs> because, yeah, because he has this attitude. Uh, I don't know how how to help uh, uh, that thing because uh, I had this issue as well. But uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I had a really hard time. But uh, I think uh, just believe that uh, you can uh, overcome everything. You know, yeah, just never. Uh, lose your belief and just go ahead step by step it doesn't matter what happened if you have health if you have uh, two hands two legs you know uh, uh, even without them you know uh, of course i don't want to tell this but uh, just believe that you can because uh, if something happens whatever you have wherever you are just go ahead and believe we live in a time can. that is very unique you know the technology that we have affords us the ability to talk to each other across borders yeah. we're having a borderless discussion right now which means that your friend can work with people around the world whoever he wants to work with yes it also means that i mean we have things like i don't know how much you are into metaverses and crypto and things. i know you said you invest and i'm an investor as well so i'm heavily invested into the crypto currency market and future finance that's one of my little passions i don't really promote but you know with opportunities like cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology you could build anything you want right now that lockdown that these fortune 500 companies have had for so long is gone right now they're trying to catch up with the technology so if you get in the game and you believe in yourself and you do the due diligence of the research you can put yourself in a position to be wherever you want yeah yeah agree okay let's uh, scale to the business for example um uh, if um, uh, because we discussed about uh, uh, personal attitudes you know uh, but uh, how to help companies you know uh, because in most cases i have uh, clients uh, b2b segment you know and um, uh, uh, sometimes uh, we can get a toxic environment, you know, and uh, how to overcome it, how to listen to your employees and uh, to uh, to change attitudes, you know, to get positive environment. Well, you need good leadership, right? And good leadership doesn't look like directing and managing and, 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 and being punitive. It looks, which is the traditional model, right? Do your work or you're going to get written up. What have you produced? Go, go, go. Don't be late. No, you can't take a day off. I need you in the office. I need you in, right? 
The first thing is to make sure that the work environment, when you say toxic, I hear right away management, management, because the energy starts from the top, but it really is, is really reflective when the top does not understand that the bottom, what the bottom's going through. And what I mean by that is that your average Joe that's working in the office or working as a part of a team is following instruction, but is the management team being understanding of the employee circumstances? Are you taking time to be human, right? And be a resource, a support. Are you doing the work or are you telling people do the work? Yes, right? Mm -hmm. So you must be the example. If you have a toxic workplace, then it's time for you to start looking in the mirror, my friend. Yes? And that, and, and I don't mean that to be punitive. I mean it to be, you know, when we are experiencing any sort of pushback in life, it's usually deeply reflective of ourselves. And when we have a work environment making it, you know, relevant to work, if there's a toxic work environment, then that to me means that we need to start meeting with employees to understand what's going on and how to fix it from their perspective first, so that we it is a collaborative process. Yes, oftentimes we work in environments where we're given directives and agendas, right, and targets, and it doesn't matter what's going on with us. Yes. But a healthy work environment will will work around the individual's needs as much as the individual works around the business's needs. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, of course. Take time to ask how your employees are doing. Don't assume. Be human. Be human. Yeah. Yes, we all have a goal. But guess what? This job might not be the job that you're doing for the rest of your life. And the relationship that you build with this fellow human being, regardless of their status, they may be your boss one day. Or they may, they may not be around forever. They may be sick and dying and you have no idea. And you're just worried about your targets. And they're worried about whether or not they're going to see tomorrow. You know? So you got to be really involved on a, on a personal level in your business with the understanding that we're here to work. But also, how are you? Really genuinely, you know? Not just for minutes purposes that I checked in and made sure you were okay. You know? It's a big difference. Uh, I think, I think uh, toxic work environments. I'm familiar with it, and and it can be diminishing, and there's no productivity there because people are too focused on the toxicity, not on on expansion and creativity. They're two different energies. Yeah, agree, agree. Yeah, it's better to talk uh, more to talk with uh, your employees uh, to listen to them. Yeah, because uh, in my perspective, I think that bosses should serve their employees, not employees serve to, to the bosses. Okay, uh, you know, um, um, I, I I have a dream. By the way, uh, my dream is to write a book one day. You know, uh, do yeah. it, do it, do it. Yeah, I know, I know, but. And you will. Uh, uh i i will i will but uh i'm uh, i don't know where i i'm going to start because i wanted to create a lot of other pieces of content improve my quality you know and something like this but uh but yes i'm going to do it can you, you share already it? started anatoly so you have so much content so so at this point in the game i'm going to tell you we won't do this on the live but if you want any support my brother i will i will support you free of charge so you ask me you pick my brain We'll talk on the side and I'll give you all of the support you need to get this done. But it's it's really not as difficult of a process as you think. Just like you probably didn't think that you would be a LinkedIn influencer, right? I want to yeah. keep bringing you back to this. When you, If I would have told you 
do me a favor, Anatoly, before the end of the year, I need you to get to 50,000 followers. You probably would have been like, oh, shit. How am I going to do this? Yeah, right? Like, you would have been like, oh, God, what do I do? Right? And I, I got to go, go, go. And it, it, the thing is, you just got to show up one step at a time. It's really about breaking down the process. What do you want to deliver, right? And then, and, and, and then you work from there. But we'll talk about that offline. I, I, I think that you can definitely achieve what you're looking to achieve. Remove the limiting barriers. The book gets produced. Yeah, it's only a lack of time because, you know, I have a lot of other things to do and yeah, I have my priorities and yeah, I'm going to chase them first. Okay, uh, can you share your insights about um, uh, the goal that you, uh, uh, before you uh, wrote this book, uh, what was your goal? Uh, what the message you want to share with others uh, or uh, support, help to others? Can you provide more insights about that? Yeah, so I wrote the book for many reasons. At first, uh, I want to be clear. I, I I had been told many times throughout my life. I grew up thinking that the things that I was going through, having a dad that was a kingpin on America's Most Wanted, just like a federally listed top 20 most wanted individuals. I didn't know what the hell that was as a kid. I thought daddy sells crack, right? Um, and I thought that was normal. And, 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 you know, mommy uses heroin. And I thought that was normal. And being homeless was a way of life and struggling, you know, and not having money was a way of life until I realized that that was one way of life. And I didn't have that realization until I was exposed to other people who came from where I came from. It's a different thing when you meet people who are born into money, who have opportunities and, and, and uh, are afforded a lifestyle from the beginning of their life, right? They don't, I never identified with those people because they didn't identify with my struggle. Yeah. Not having a support, not having anything and starting from scratch. And so it was being exposed to people who came from similar backgrounds and shared their stories. It was, you know, a combination of meeting countless clients and documenting their lives for, for work purposes, right. And for therapeutic purposes and having answers for them that made me realize that my story is actually extremely valuable and that I, I could really help people. If I, if I gave people a small snippet of my childhood, people would become emotional and start sharing their stuff or telling me, Oh my God, I never thought anybody would go through, had been through something similar. And I've kept this secret my whole life. And then they start, you know, releasing this energy that's been toxic for them their whole life. Right? So I wrote this book because, I wanted to empower the underdog. I wanted to talk to the people who feel like they have no options, who feel like they, they've been given a shitty deal to begin with in life, and to feel like they're stuck, to people who feel like they don't have anything or anyone and no options, to show them that I too felt this way. And I promise you, looking at me, you would never think I am who I am. But I have my credentials to show you what I've achieved. And that's not the point of why I share them with you. I share them with you because you too can achieve this. You just have to see it for yourself. Yes. So read my stories. See that I identify with you. And now know my brother or sister or however you identify non-conforming that you too can achieve this and more because I'm not done. I have so much more to do. I have a healing journal that I'm releasing. I'm working on adapting the book into a film. We are 85 minutes into the adaptation, and I'm really excited about that. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the sky's the limit. You know, I think 
I think uh, I wrote this because I wanted to empower people. And there is great power in sharing your story. I want to say this to anybody who feels like their story isn't valuable or that what, they, what they're going through isn't, isn't valuable. Your struggles define your character and trust that just sharing it with someone not only releases the energy for you, but helps you to build bonds with people who are going through similar silent struggles that you didn't know about. Yeah, it builds understanding, it builds uh, security, and it releases that energy. So do yourself the favor and just start the healing process, however that looks for you. Read these books, do these journals, you know, join these podcasts, do things that make you feel good, and then you'll feel good. Yeah. So that's why I did it. You know, I, I do everything that I do from a place of love. I want to spread that love while I'm here. Everybody's busy spreading gossip and, and well, not everyone. That's a general statement. Most people, the, the general consensus of media and things is like drama, trauma, drugs, you know, the fast life. Everything is go, go, go. You want money. That's what you want. Yeah. You want fame. You want, no, you don't. You want peace. They don't sell you peace. They sell you all this stuff that never makes you happy. Then you chase all this stuff and you never find your happiness. So I'm here to tell you to just ground yourself, restart your life the way you want, and don't let the tube or anybody tell you how to be. You're unique, and that's valuable. And if you can't see that, I hope that you will one day, because when you do, that's when everything changes, baby. Yeah, it's my loving attitude. Uh, never copy others. You know, be yourself. <laughs> even even if you feel that your content or uh, your character is not good for uh many people don't care about many people be yourself you know you will find your audience your yeah. followers yeah and there's enough for everybody there's enough for everybody we we have this scarcity mindset sometimes where we think it is competition yeah competition is healthy to an extent but we're really not being in competition when we're doing something someone else is doing if anything we're aligning with it why do we think competition why don't we think alignment why don't we think amplification of the energy yeah yeah. How do you look at it? Your competitor could be your best friend. It could be you guys could both do the same thing even better if you band it up instead of battling each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Eddie, I have the last question. How people can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you? Oh, thank you. Uh, so you can check me out at eddiepabone.com, right? My name.com. Uh, I also have a, a website that is Leche. We are Leche is an acronym for Love, Energy, Community, Healing, and Empowerment. I always practice to get to Leche. That's my deal. Uh, Instagram is at Have Honor, Have Faith. It's, it's Have Honor, Have Faith. The words, four words. Uh, and Facebook, Eddie Pabon. Cool, cool. Okay, guys, you will find all these links in the description below. Listen us on Google, Spotify, Apple, or whatever you choose. Thanks a lot, Eddie. Yeah, it's valuable. You shared a lot of insights, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use some of them. Yeah, valuable. And thanks, guys, for watching and listening us. Anatoly, thank you so much for having me, brother. Thank you all for watching. Love and peace be with you. Namaste. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.